Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. episode of the unqualified therapist we have another oh wait i should let sarah do her little sound ooh, ooh. <laughs> i just feel like it has to be there now because it's part of it uh but anyways we have another very special guest with us today i told you we were going to be bringing you the most badass people and we are this is a great summer lineup that we have for you. We have Lisa Manfredo, and she is a permanent makeup artist in the Pittsburgh area. But much more than that, she provides um, therapy in a sense of the more the unqualified ways that we talk about how you need a toolbox of things along with your qualified therapist to kind of help you get through your shit and your trauma and life. Amen. (laughs) Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. Who else is excited that I hit record this time? Anyone? So excited. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta Um, love it. We gotta tell the. We gotta tell the folks. I mean, yeah, we're trying (laughs) all the things. All the things. We forgot to hit record. It's not perfect. It's okay. We're here now, though. We were only a few minutes in, so it was fine. Um, anyways, so Lisa, can you share with us again how you got into <laughs> this business and a little bit about who you are? Well, I have been in the beauty industry my entire life. I did this. I started doing this as a VOTAC in high school. Ah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I've had, um, I got my first license in 1994. Sweet which should date me, right? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So You only got a few years on me, mama. Yeah. And it, here's the thing is I always kind of felt like I was in the right area, mm-hmm. right? Like I always knew from a tiny, tiny baby that I liked making things pretty. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... I think the first time my mom ever punished me as a child was because I was stealing her mascara. (laughs) Right? She was like, you're way too young for this. And I'm like, but I'm not even wearing mascara. Right? With like a full clumpy lashes kind of thing going on. It wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So it really is something that I believe that I was 
born to do mm-hmm. in one form or another. Yeah. I legitimately believe that God created me to be of service to others in this way. Wow. That's beautiful. And then you, you know, get into hair salons and you realize yeah. I'm really terrible at hair color. I'm just really <laughs> not good at this. I'm not good at this. Right? Yeah. Um, and then one thing leads to another and you continue doing eyebrows. You are waxing and tinting brows and you're doing makeup and you're doing all of these things and none of it, I never really fit in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. Like yeah. I never, I knew that I loved what I was doing, but mm-hmm. I never really felt like I was in the right place. Right. Yeah. So I walked away from it for a little while. Mm-hmm. And, um, I grew up in a house that they have their own business. Mm-hmm. My okay. parents fix clocks. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're uh, very specific. Paul's clock repair. Wow. And my dad has had an extremely successful, amazing business yeah. where he's been repairing clocks since before I was born. Right. He's, he's wow. more than 50 years in business. Wow. And the clock shop was in my childhood home. Yeah. So from as long as I can remember, it's been, you know, like I got to see what it's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. So you knew how hard it was going in. I knew what (laughs) I was getting into. Yeah. Yeah. And what that's like to have your life and your business mesh together. It's you don't clock out at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, it becomes 24-7. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but I love it. Yeah. And I can do it 24 hours a day and never, ever, ever feel like it's work. That's wow. fantastic. Never, that's awesome. To me, feels like I'm doing it out of responsibility. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like we could all be having this same conversation if I met you at, at, at the local dive bar yeah or yeah right so if i'm helping somebody yeah with their scars or their stretch marks or their eyebrows or their Mm -hmm. like um lips right Mm -hmm. any of those things it feels like i get to help other people right with their confidence with their self-esteem i think one of the favorite things that i remind myself all the time is listen I'm not changing the world with Mm. eyebrows. I'm not going to be doing that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not doing um, major, huge things. But if I can give you the confidence to feel good Mm -hmm. about who you are and you walking with your head a little bit higher and you go out and change the world, then I would have done my tiny little part to allow that to happen. I I love that. Me too. Um, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. I think the world itself is changing. Women are supporting other women mm-hmm. more than they ever have. <sighs> yeah, true. True story. So when we can be of service to each other mm-hmm. in that way, I think the world has not seen what we are all capable of yet. Yeah. yeah. Because we've been turned against each other for so long and now that we are coming together it's like watch out 
Right. We've been mothers for mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. We've been running homes. We've been running businesses. Mm-hmm. Right? We've been right, but we've had all of these blocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think finally now the world is coming to a point where we don't need to wait for the men to give us permission yeah. Yeah. to go any further. Right. Now we can show them wh- how, what it's like yeah. and right. how to get things done. Mm-hmm. It's reminding me of our talk with Lauren, mm-hmm. Magnetic Woman, um, in the sense that... It- <sighs> People say, you know, oh, well, I thought, you know, like you're a feminist. So why do you care what you look like? Or, you know, what, what does it matter about these things? Um, I can do whatever I want. Like if I want to get lashes, because that's going to make me feel a certain way Mm -hmm. or just because I want to, um, that's my business. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for myself. I think that whole idea of not putting people down too for like, for doing things that they're going to consider to be superficial or whatever right, right. Um, is, is so important. It's huge. The thing that bothers you that all of a sudden becomes a non-issue. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Like the thing, like if, if you're saying to me that, um, I'm not going to name any names, but there was a woman who was 15 years clean. Mm-hmm. 15 years clean and sober and she had trouble dating because she had scars oh. on her arms mm. and it would be the first or second date yeah. and somebody would say oh what are those scars on your arms oh. right and how do you how do you recognize the strength that it takes yeah. to become clean and sober for 15 years if within seconds people are saying and they're judging oh, you yes right yes. taking you it's right back there the, right well, right so you can never it's very difficult in some ways to be in the moment when you're staring at a scar yeah right 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 and they don't all have to be trauma mm-hmm. right like i'm a big fan i like options Right, like I, I, I like options. If if that scar, if that if you look at that scar and that scar reminds you that you are a survivor warrior, mm-hmm. that you fought tooth and nail, mm-hmm. and that scar reminds you of your strength. Yeah, girlfriend, own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like you need to own it. Yeah, but if that scar is self-harm and you're not harming yourself anymore right mm-hmm. right you don't want to be reminded that that's your go-to right right you want to put a period on the end of that mm-hmm. sentence and say that's who i was i made a mistake yeah because who hasn't made a mistake right right or oh. if you're like me all of them yeah <laughs> right? right like ev- all of them yeah same so <laughs> i feel like and then it could be as simple as, listen, I raised my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They're amazing. It's my time. I, right? Like yeah. these, this, these stretch marks that I have on my stomach, I, everything else I feel good about. But if these stretch marks were just a tiny bit less noticeable, yeah. then I would feel so much better about myself. Yeah. And then it becomes a non-issue. And then we can literally be in the moment. Yeah. Get out of your own way. Yes. Getting out of your own way. And knowing 
that there there you don't have it doesn't have to be front and center yeah and yeah. you're not worrying about that yeah. and it opens up all of this space in our brain and in our spirit and in our heart that we can be more available for everybody else around us including ourselves because you know as women we take care of ourselves last right mhm right but being a mom i learned when my kids were young that i am a much better mother. Mm-hmm. I'm a much better friend. I'm a yeah. much better daughter. I'm a much better sister. I am a much better human when I'm not constantly pulling and draining from that well. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So to take care of myself and knowing that it's not selfish to do that. Yeah. Because then. If I take care of myself, then I can turn around and take care of others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It turns, it brings it one step forward and it turns something that a lot of people would see as selfish into something selfless. Wow. I want to be able to continue to be available to other people. And in order to do that, I have to take care of myself. I love that. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think I would just be like, my kids are enough of a reminder of what my body went through of having them, (laughs) so let's get rid of these stretch marks. (laughs) And it's easy to do. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... it's, I mean, on your Instagram, I was looking at pictures, I was like, holy crap. Like, the the before and afters? It's a big, big, big difference. Huge. And a lot of it is... A lot of it is me going in... You know, like the colors that I use, they are plant and mineral based. They're mm-hmm. vegan. They're organic. They're not bad for you at all. And what we're doing is going in and kind of causing a little, I don't want to use the word trauma, but we're kind <laughs> of like what we're doing is poking around like pruning a tree, right? right. Like if you go in and irritate that tree. Just a little bit where it feels the need to bloom itself and you end up getting more fruits or more flowers, right? So when we go and we're treating scars and stretch marks, we're irritating it just enough and adding a custom color that matches your specific tones and undertones. And you know everybody's different. Yeah, right. So that's really the hard process. And then during the healing process, your body naturally rebuilds these collagen, brings things together, right? So we're working together between helping you find the right color. Yeah. Right. Because nobody's skin tone is the same. And going in and creating these tiny little micro sort of injuries, Mm -hmm. right? Like these tiny little pokes. Um, and that it stimulates your own body's healing process. That's amazing. It's really fascinating. It's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. And for me, it's different for everybody. Yeah. Right. I don't do the same job twice ever. Right. Right. (laughs) Everybody's healing process is different. Everybody's DNA is different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's metabolism is different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's genetics are different right so working with all of the different women and men yeah right that have these things that they just 
don't necessarily need to or should have to explain to the rest of the world. Right. And that's that's a big part of it. That is like a why, huge part yeah, of it. Why would you have to explain a part of your story that you just don't want to or don't need to? Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's not anybody else's business. And we've been talking about with some other people too, is that people just are so quick to judge. Mm-hmm. Right. So they'll see that and they'll think, oh, she was a cutter. Right. Like, First of all, you don't fucking know. Right. Second exactly. of all, how is that any of your business? And third of all, like they're a totally different human being right now. Right. You know, I just mm-hmm. people are just so quick to jump to conclusions. And it that's what I'm saying. It brings you back to that space. Yes. But when you when you get past that, right? A lot of people don't see things like the work. The determination, yeah. the effort right. that it takes mm-hmm. to get out of that space. Yeah. Right? To learn healthier and better habits. Yeah. To be, to grow. Right? Right, right. Like, that's work. Mm-hmm. That's a warrior. Yeah. 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 Right? That is a warrior. Hell yeah. And if we stop looking at each other like there's this stigma on mental health, Right, mm-hmm. and we start looking at each other's survival stories. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Then you look at the person sitting next to you or across the table for you as a survivor, right? Not as quote unquote ill or ill yeah. or damaged or in a any victim. way or a victim. Yeah, yeah. right. Domestic victims, yes, domestic violence. Sometimes, as women, our only mistake is trusting the wrong person. Yeah, right, right. Yep, that one's really hard. Really, really hard. We have someone coming on to talk about that um, next. But what what kind what kind of things do they sometimes come in to get done? Domestic violence. Yeah. Scars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of scars, right? Like if you. Um, if you get hit just the right way and you ha- and you need stitches, yeah. Mm. yeah, and then that's the reminder. That, there. And They're then always... that's the reminder. And then you look at yourself, and then you see the person that even if you're out of it, right, right, you right. see the the fact that you allowed yourself to be in that situation, yeah. right, right, yeah, yeah. So. When you camouflage that, and the expectation is about a 70% camouflage, right? So it's not perfect. It's not 100%. I can't make a scar disappear. Right. But I can make it about 70% less noticeable. Hmm. So, and then the process of going through that gives it another memory. Yeah. Ooh, I like that yeah. a lot. Right? Do you see what I'm story. saying? It's a yes. brand new story. Mm-hmm. Right. It becomes the story of your healing, the story of it's your survival. Yeah. It's the one that you're owning. Mm-hmm. And again, it's putting a period on the end yep. of that sentence. Yeah. That is not me anymore. Yeah. That's who I was. Right. But that chapter in my life right. is closed. And it's not erased. It's basically you saying, I've I've done all of this work. Right. And I've healed, or I am healing, and that that's what we're doing here. Yeah. That's what the new story is, the new version of what right. it looks like. Right. And you don't look at that as traumatic in mm. any way, or at least I don't. A lot of people that I deal with don't anymore. They look at it as closing the, the mm-hmm. book 
closing the chapter. And it's on their terms. And it's always on their right. terms. Always. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. There's no other way to do it. Wow. So, I mean, I have all of these very traumatic scars, but I also have one on my arm here. Now, I had a poison ivy. That's why it looks like this. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I also have one on my arm right here. I We had adopted a dog, and I had noticed that he was... A little aggressive, mm-hmm. but that was not the case when we did the meet with him and we brought our dog and made sure he got along with her and he was very sweet and everything went very well, very well. He was already seven years old. So we were like, okay, he's older, so he'll be all right. We bring him home and it was just this aggression started to come out yeah. more with females. He ended up attacking me yeah. and, um, it's, <laughs> and I love animals and I'm a, a huge dog person. I mean, we right. wound up getting another dog. That's not the dog that came in here, by the way. No, that's, that dog was so sweet. <laughs> He's a sweetie. He wouldn't even know how to attack someone. Um, but yeah, so we had to surrender him back to the, the shelter, but I get a, a legitimate PTSD response when I see the scar. Yes. And I, try to gloss over it. Like I just try to ignore it because if I look at it too long and think about it, it it affects me. It causes anxiety. It does. Mm -hmm. It causes anxiety. It's a trigger, right? Absolutely. It's an absolute trigger. So something like, I didn't even know this existed. I didn't know you. I had no idea. It is very, very new. It is very new. Um, I had to travel out of state to learn how to do that. And uh, honestly, I've taken some classes that I've needed to translate. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is, I learned my first time around. I'm a huge believer in one class is not good enough. Right. Right. It's just not, you learn your basics and you can only absorb so much. We're only humans. Right. So the more classes and the more education that you get, the better you become Mm -hmm. at it. So my first class was at the Academy of Advanced Cosmetics in Alpharetta, Georgia. Ooh. Was where I learned how to do like machine work. Mm-hmm. Right. So is it kind of like tattoo work? It's similar. Mm-hmm. The tools are different and the colors that we use are different. A tattoo um, is more of like a, a metallic based ink. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on no, that. No, I think one. you're I'm right. Not yeah. Necessarily like a tattoo artist. <laughs> um, but the permanent makeup is, it's a different type of machine, mm-hmm. different depth and a different layer in your skin. And my colors are vegan, organic, mm-hmm. plant and mineral based. The point of what I do is that it's sheer. I see. Camouflage. Yes, yes. So that it blends Mm -hmm. in. If I would use, say, a tattoo ink, it would look like somebody drew it with a Sharpie. Right. And we don't want to do that. We want it to be sheer Mm -hmm. and blend in. Mm -hmm. I mean, your work's incredible from looking at it. It's, It's beautiful. I appreciate that. So was there... A story that inspired you to go this direction. What? Yeah, like how, how did you, you learn yeah. about? Since it is so new and something that you know isn't everywhere, how did you learn about it? Well, that's a that's a story. It is a story. We're here for it. If you're here for it. So here's the thing. I love to tell this story, but before I do, 
please know that this is my story. This is my truth. Mm-hmm. If I said this, if I told this story any other way, it would be a lie. But I do not expect other people to believe what I believe or, right? Like, this is just my story. Yeah. I don't expect anybody else to get it if yeah. that's not their thing. Okay. So, for me, it was, you know, I, I did I say earlier that I was in it for a while and then I, you left. I backed out yeah. of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, during that time, you raise kids and... Right. Yeah. Um, and then I was working with my dad, with my parents okay. in their clock business. Okay. Right. Which is absolutely invaluable experience. I bet. Right. <laughs> um. But did you ever get to a point in your life where you say to yourself, "I'm someone's daughter. I'm someone's sister." Right. And I was just not in love with my life. Yeah. Right? Like, there was nothing wrong. Nothing to complain about. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, "Mm." So then I started praying. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, God. I don't know what's happening, but Mm -hmm. I know that there's more. I know that you have a plan for me Mm -hmm. that I can't see yet. Mm Mm-hmm. So for five years, it took... Just consistently asking and praying. Yeah. And then one night, you know when you're sound asleep in the middle of the night and your kids like shove you awake and they're like, hey mom. Yep. Yeah. Right? And it's usually like on your shoulder mm-hmm. or yeah. on the side mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Well, this was dead center of the front of my Ooh. chest. It was like some, yeah. it was like being pressed directly through my chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't scary at all. Wasn't, yeah. right? It was just, it, it felt very familiar. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, wake up and I look at the clock and I'm like, listen, it's what, 10 after three in the morning or something like that. And I was like, what is what? And now I'm looking for my kids, realizing yeah. mm-hmm. that they're not there. And then all of a sudden, the name of the business, it just, at that time, it was luxurious lashes by Lisa because I started off doing eyelash uh-huh. extensions. Yeah, it was like etched into oh, wow. my right. It it was like I could almost I could feel it being printed into my soul. Yeah, right. That is beautiful. And I went like a normal person because this is how normal people respond. I was just <laughs> like, okay. <Yeah. laughs> right? Like, okay. And it just rolled right back over and went to sleep like it was totally normal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it didn't affect me. I was just like, that's cool. Yeah. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, I'm going to start a business. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. And... One thing led to another, yeah. right? Like I started out with eyelash extensions, um, which I needed my cosmetology license to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And I loved it. Remember the, I got in trouble for stealing the mascara, yes. Yes. right? <laughs> like I was like, this is life right yeah. here. Yeah. Like I love this. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was that microblading, eyebrow microblading became really mm-hmm. popular. Right? Yes. And I was like, listen, I've been doing brows for literally 
your whole 20 life. 20 yeah. some years. Yeah. So for me, it was a really easy step mm-hmm. to learn how to just use those tools. Right. So then I was doing lashes and microblading in the same, right? At mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. And yeah. that was fantastic. But then the law changed in Pennsylvania. Oh, no way. And the State Board of Cosmetology adopted eyelash extensions. But permanent makeup falls under tattooing. Oh. So the rules changed and I could not and still cannot legally do both of those things in the same physical space. I need a separate entrance and a separate exit and bathrooms. It needs to be physically separate. Whoa. Right? That's so weird. Yeah. So what was happening was that I'm as I'm learning more and more about microblading, now I come across this Brazilian technique where they are like camouflaging stretch marks. Huh. Right? Yeah. And my and then I'm thinking, wait a minute. Right? Like is there any other treatment for stretch marks? No. Right? Like, has there ever been? No. There's been claims. Like, this will get rid of your stretch marks. Nothing gets rid of your stretch Right? <laughs> yeah. So, and now I'm thinking, okay. And anybody who knows me knows that I have an allergic reaction to doing things that everybody else is doing. <laughs> it makes me itchy. I'm not happy. Right? Like, I need to do my own thing. That's like everyone in this room right now. Right now. Right. I know. know. It's a problem. The best kind of problem. It is. So I see this, and I'm like, okay, but I don't speak Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? So for, like, two years, I'm watching this Brazilian guy camouflaging scars and stretch marks. Oh my god. Thinking this is amazing. Yeah. And now I can't shut my brain off. Like yeah. I have to dive into this. No, like I didn't care what it was. I was like women all over the world need yes. this. And then I find in Georgia the Academy of Advanced Cosmetics. Right? I love it. And I was like uh, th- I don't care what it costs. I don't care what this, I don't mm-hmm. care what I yeah. need to do. Yeah. But I need to learn the basics. Yeah. yeah. Right? So I go down there. I spend five days down there learning scars and stretch marks. And she also taught me areola restoration. Really? For women who have had mastectomies. Okay, explain that, because you know I've had a full mastectomy. Right. So... I don't have nipples at all, though, anymore. I can help you, like, I don't want to use the word tattoo, but 3D pattern, put that back on. Get out. So... I mean, I've seen pictures of like people who have done this and it's made me nervous. And then I started looking. So I have to be honest with you. I started looking for like nipple stickers. They like, do have li- nipple stickers. Yes. You know I mean? Like not, not like a sticker you put on your kid's paper for good job, but like a, <laughs> like it's a 3D yes. like sticky suction cuppy suction nipple cuppy thing that you would put sort on. Sort of thing. And I was thinking to myself like, okay, but if I, get these like what happens if you what? lose one like a press on nail <laughs> <laughs> you just one nipple, just one nipple right or like you get 
Listen, if anybody's stuck to your shirt, or right, <laughs> yes. But I'm thinking it's okay. So it's like not to get like too personal with you, Lisa. I mean, our audience has heard it all. Oh, yeah. But um, like. I would, I would probably want those more for like intimate relation with my husband, you right. know? So like, what do I do? Like, hold on a sec, babe. I gotta run into the bathroom and, <laughs> and just, stick like, on my nipples. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I just, cause I mean, what else am I gonna do? Wear them under my bra and like right. wear and them every walk day? Around. That's just weird. It is weird. Yeah. And I'm like really getting into menopause at the moment. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh-huh, so like I'm uh-huh. just constantly sweaty. Constantly. Hey, same. Right? So what happens if you get sweaty? Like, yes. How does that even work? I, knowing me, right I off. would literally, it would, it would slide right yeah. off and like, mm-hmm. I would drop it in the grocery store. Yeah, like, <laughs> Like, right like my shorts. husband and I would be like in the middle of something, and it, and it would like slide down to like the bottom of my right, boob like and like under, under your my armpit. armpit. Big, yes, big, big. Your yeah, just <laughs> chasing it around, right? Yeah. Or so, God forbid, you fall asleep and it comes off, and right. it's like stuck to your <laughs> right. Or my dog eats it, right? Like it just, thing? yeah. I feel like all of those options just go downhill very they quickly. Do, they do, <laughs> they do. So that ended my search for that yeah. pretty quickly. But I've I've seen it. I just would love to know more about it. It is literally like a permanent makeup, right? It's a machine. Where there's certain patterns that you do, and you choose your own color. You choose your own size, right? Like it's totally customizable. So we go through and like swatch these different colors (gasps) on your skin because they're not one solid color. Right. They wouldn't be able to. Yeah. So your natural skin tones and undertones, you're going to need two or three different shades Mm -hmm. and a little bit of highlight and a little bit, right? Like they have your, you have your areola and then your nipple yeah. and then they have those little tiny they're they're called nodes around yes. there yes. right and all of those things are different uh-huh. for everyone so you create something that you love you choose your own color you choose your own you know like how big they're going to be some people have them in their tiny little yeah. quarter size areolas and some of them are like the size of the palm of your hand. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah, cuz wow. they probably want something as close to what they had before. Right. Or sometimes is my guess cuz that's better. what I would want. Yeah. I I've had people come in and say, "Listen, I have always wanted pretty mm. pink nipples. Can yeah. we do that?" I'm like, "Oh, we can pick your color." Yeah. We can do whatever <laughs> color you want. Right? Yeah. So that's the thing. It does those things are minimal. Wow. But when you walk out the door and you're feeling mm-hmm. more authentically yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right? That's the goal. And a lot of times it's not a one and done. Right. Right? right? Mm-hmm. There's a healing process. Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster of a healing process. Mm-hmm. Right? So sometimes you need right a little bit more layers like a 3d movie yeah they yeah. do one layer and then they add another layer mm-hmm. and then they add and that gives you depth and dimension mm-hmm. right same deal i don't know why i'm so reluctant about this i have t- i mean clearly i have tattoos like i don't I'm, I actually will walk into a tattoo shop. Like, this is one of those where I just walked in and was like, Hey, I want this tattoo. Um, instead of just like planning it out and, you know, which was what this one was on my arm. Like it's, it, this one was like a months, you know, in, yeah. the, in the making. And 
for some reason, this is like, it's, it's like a mental block yes, or an emotional block. Yes. There's something that's holding me back and I don't know if it's the, so I've talked about it before on the show that I, every single time I look in the mirror, I am reminded of what I went through. Yeah. So every time I am undressed and I'm, you know, looking, I'm reminded. And there are times when I'm reminded and I think you're a fucking badass. Exactly. Like that, you know, I can't believe you did that. And then there are times that I look at myself and I get that reminder and I, I lose it. Yeah. And I cry and I, I think why, you know, because I just feel like my body is just this never ending medical mess because so, I just feel like it's just one thing after whether it's something small or something big it's just one thing after another and so then I start to go down the the spiral of like what else is gonna happen and why can't I never you know the the, the horrible yeah. spiral right that we all do to ourselves yeah. in one form or another right so I don't know if if I'm nervous of losing that time when I look in and say yeah. I can't believe you did this. That was amazing. I think from the way you've talked about it with me, I think that's what it is. Yeah. That it's more like, I don't want to lose that reminder, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's absolutely personal. I had a woman with a C-section scar tell me, I love my C-section scar. My babies. Yeah. Right? Came from there. This is how my babies, who are literally my life, Mm -hmm. came into the world. Right. I love this scar. Yeah. But the stretch marks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So the entire point about it being part of your journey Mm -hmm. is that you have an option. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you'll probably come to a place at some point where it's just going to feel like it's time. Yeah. It's just not yet. It's not time yet, no. And some women are totally 100% content with exactly the way they Mm -hmm. are, right? And that is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we want to support that woman as much as we possibly can. Absolutely. And then there are women who go into a tattoo shop and get a gorgeous portrait. I've seen of these beautiful, right? Like they turn their bodies into art. Yeah. And that is also an amazing choice. I'm just a different option. Yeah. I like options. It's not my place to tell anybody what they should be or mm-hmm. who they should be in their journey. Mm-hmm. I'm available as an option if what I do can help you with your self-confidence and self-esteem. And healing. And healing. And healing. Because what I, you know... Th- it's natural for me to sit here and think about like, I'm like, Oh, I can do this and I can do this. And you know? yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I, if I could get some, get nipples, like the 3d nipples and leave my scars, then I have, then you have the best of both, the worlds. Best of both worlds. And that's the thing is you knowing that you have an option in mm-hmm. deciding what is best for you. Yeah. You know, they say you should live your most true and mm-hmm. authentic mm-hmm. self, mm-hmm. right? So once you know what that is and you have made a decision that this is what will work for you, Mm -hmm. it's much easier to follow that path. Yeah. If you're not sure. Right. Then you're not ready. Yeah. Right. But when you are ready, there are multiple options. I just happen to be one of those options. Mm. 
Well, you are... You are definitely part of the toolkit for therapy for unqualified therapists. Absolutely. (laughs) And I feel like it's something that a lot of people just didn't know about or know that it was an option. And I think that it can bring healing to so many people. My gosh. So many people for so many different reasons. Reasons, yeah. Right? And that's just half of it. There's, right? Like, that's the heavier, more, like, healing. And then Mm -hmm. there's the lip blush tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. I'm very, very pale. Uh, in the winter time, I'm literally like a solid white. I would say I'm that girl. like Irish girl that's going to blend in yes. to the snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Right? We joke that I'm like translucent. Yeah. Translucent. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so for me in the winter, I lose the color in my lips. Yeah. Right? So to get a like just a flush of sheer like candy coated color you'd never look at me and think oh well she's had her lips tattooed i've had it done i keep changing the color (laughs) right it lasts for a couple of years and then you change it i've had bright red i've had bubblegum pink i've had right like there's all these different colors you are going down our path right now (laughs) right And that's the thing is I personally prefer and I'm best at really natural looking results. Yeah. Yeah. So I could take this sheer, sheer lip blush color and put a bright red lip on Uh top of it and go out. Uh But I can also walk out in the middle of January and February where the entire world is white and freezing (laughs) and not feel... Like you're blent in. Like I'm yeah. literally, right, disappearing into yeah. the white abyss. <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. Right? And then on the opposite end of that, there's girls who have like darker spots on their lips. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Where they're an uneven tone. Yeah. So I can blend those out, smooth it out, and then, right, bring it all to like a... a like a neutral solid yeah. color Beautiful. and then you pick your desired color yeah. right so every single person's different and then of course eyebrow microblading yeah powder brows right so there's the pretty part of what i do mm-hmm. that's half of it and then there's the the scars and the healing and the cleft palate scars oh wow and, right like because you work on the scars mm-hmm. on the lips and then the mm-hmm. lip blush to like blend it yeah. in it's camouflage. Wow. I just like the, this whole process is beautiful to me. And I think that, you know, we're, we're working on as a society accepting ourselves. But I, what I have to say though is that it's such an innate thing in humans because of centuries of being told what we should look like and right. what's beautiful and what's not that no matter what we feel of ourselves and no matter what stage we're in, in, in acceptance, there's going to be days where that just goes away and it's going to cause, it it can cause, you know, traumatic experiences. It can cause you to just go into a depression and, and those are horrible places to be. It's a trigger. It's a trigger. And so I just think that this kind of option is such a great thing to have available for people because I know that for myself, even I've gotten to a place where I look at my body and I think, look, look, you've been 
like run over by a train. Like where you yeah. are right now is good. Like I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm not in, I'm not my happiest self looking at myself, but I'm, I've accepted for once right. where I am mm-hmm. in my body size and shape and everything. But those stretch marks get me every time. Right. Like I look at them and I'm just like, right. Sometimes it's just a small thing. And you know, yeah. And and I, it it sounds superficial. It sounds, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, it does sound shallow. shallow. Here's the thing is that, but it's not because it's, it hurts deep. And that's yes. And everyone has that thing. And whether it's something that you focus on or something Mm -hmm. else focus on, we all have that thing. I just happen to have like Mediterranean skin. So stretch marks are not my jam, but I have my things. Do not think I don't (laughs) because I have lots of things as you're sitting here talking. I'm thinking about other things, but like, so it's just a matter of, I just, I really want to make, like, drive home the point you were making that it's not about superficialness. It's no, about, no. and we're not doing this for other people, and we're not doing this to get, you know, people's attention. Like, women do it because, or men do it, mm-hmm. because that's what they need to heal, and that's mm-hmm. what they need to restart mm-hmm. re- and grow. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And we haven't even really touched on surgery scars, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. They're, Thyroid scars, right? Mm -hmm. The the scars on your neck, they're right here. They're right right here, front and center, right? Or um, appendix scars Mm -hmm. or facelift scars. Or Mm -hmm. if you're like me and you've had two kids, you get the Snoopy nose boobs lifted (laughs) right back up. Listen, under boob, (laughs) under boob should never, ever, ever be... Not a thing. I, I feel like one of the best decisions that I have ever yeah. made in my entire life yeah. was to get under boob. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So those breast lift scars, see, for me, that was my insecurity. It was like the big old Snoopy nose with the nipples like dragging on the floor <laughs> like udders. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel, for me, that yeah. was my front mm-hmm. and center. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got that fixed. Yeah. For me. I don't yeah. not, I don't care what anybody else. It's my non-issue now. Yeah. yeah. But that lifted lollipop. I didn't have an anchor scar, but yeah. I had the areola and the the lollipop scar, right? Yeah. You go through all of this to get the girls hiked back up the way that they're supposed to be, and you have white scars around your area. And I have to tell you, no one tells you that. No, no. one tells you that. Just no. because, in the same way that no one told me about the mastectomy scars until she gave that whole talk and showed me her boobs, I was like, what? Yeah. And, and the same thing with getting a lift or getting whatever you're doing cosmetically, no one tells you about that shit. Like, no. It's just supposed to be pretty now. Right, it's right. Not. That's your expectation <laughs> yeah. is that it's pretty and you do all of this and then it's like, meh, 90%. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right? So for me, it was just a little bit disappointing. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, trust me, the girls look amazing now. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I love them so much. It's the best thing what that I've ever done. to be. Right. And, you know? that. But that's the thing is when I did that and I realized that I'm not... I don't second guess myself anymore. Yeah. It that's now my non-issue. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way you put it. 
I love that non issue. Because it is so true, because there are those things that we look at and we're, it just it holds us back from being our complete authentic selves because we're worried about it. And mm-hmm. being in the moment mm-hmm. and being front and center and being having peace within ourselves. Yes. And like the peace that you have within yourself. Yeah. If you don't have that, mm-hmm. you can't pass it along. No. Right. You can't pass along something that you don't own. Yes. Hmm. And you can't do what you're supposed to be oh here, here to do. Oh my God, I love that. Say that again. You cannot pass along the peace that you have in, inside of yourself unless you own it. Even God said, I give you peace. My peace I give you. Right? right. Yeah. So if, if God wants us to have peace mm-hmm. within ourselves... So that we can go out and be a blessing to other people. Mm -hmm. What if we can just start with ourselves? Yeah. 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 Damn. I, I, you know, it, it just, the revelations that we have talking to people is, it's it's amazing and I love it. I Every feel time like I learn something new. I know. I feel sure. like we're just very blessed with all the people we have. And I want to ask you before you go, sure. before we go, what is your favorite story of any of this that you do, even, whether it's with the pretties or with the healing? What has been, and you don't have to obviously give customer names, but what was your favorite experience? My favorite experience? Um... There was a woman that was in a motorcycle accident. Mm. Her husband was driving on this motorcycle going way too fast. And um, there was a car. The the motorcycle was going so fast that the car that came up on them Mm -hmm. didn't have time to see them. Oh, my gosh. So her and her husband were T-boned on this motorcycle. (sighs) He lost his leg from the knee down in the impact. Wow. She was tossed off of the motorcycle. Her whole body hit a telephone pole (gasps) and severed her legs from the knees down, both of them. Oh, my gosh. It shattered every bone with the exception of three in her body. Oh, my gosh. Every bone in her body. She only had three that were not broken. She said that she blacked out. And when she came to, what she remembered was that the uh, first responders were standing over her body, making the decision to call the coroner. Mm. Holy shit. Jeez. And wow. she had to, like, struggle to, to, like, get her body to respond to the fact that she wasn't dead. Right. Like she had to let them know yeah. that she was still alive. Wow. So, she had her pelvis replaced three times. Oh my God. First time was too big. Second time was too small. So, the third time. But they go in and it's like that C-section scar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And they had gone in so many times with that C-section scar that she said that that was the one thing that made her feel less mm. sexy. Yeah. Less yeah. like a woman. Right? 
So when I was able to help her with those scars, right, her face, when she hit that telephone pole, it sliced her face and part of her cheek ripped away oh like god, a flap. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Right? So she had scars like from her nose, down the front of her lips, into her throat. It all of that. And then there was scarring underneath where where it had yeah, pulled away. Right. Right? So this woman and it wasn't even so much about helping her because we did help her to the best of my ability. Like I said, mm-hmm. I can there's not a magician, I can do the best that I can. But the reason that I loved her this much was that she took her experience and started speaking about it. Mm. Right? So I was able to help her, but then she was able to start her Instagram where she was able to encourage other people yeah. that even when it is like this, yeah. right? You yeah. can feel. You, right? So there was something about her yeah, um, and her spirit, right? Yeah. Um, and having her feel... Like she was helping so many other people with her story. Yeah. That I wanted to be able to help her. Wow. Right? I love so it. So that she was feeling better. So for me it's all it's all emotional. Mm-hmm. It's all right? Like there mm-hmm. there's some physical things, right? But the stories that I hear. Yeah. This, yeah. Right? That's probably the most traumatic. But mm-hmm. like I said, the the woman who was clean for 15 yeah, years right. who can now feel good about dating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right the the self-harm like yeah that's what the kids are doing now yeah which is so sad mm-hmm. right these teenagers are stuck especially with being stuck inside with covid yeah right, right. Mm-hmm. they don't have the emotional capacity mm-hmm. or the knowledge of how to deal mm-hmm. with all of this. We're sometimes, especially with being stuck in the house, we're adults. Yeah. We don't know how to deal with all of uh, this. No. We don't know. <laughs> we're figuring this out. Mm-hmm. But our brains are fully grown. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know? So. Oh, my. It's. It's an incredible thing to be able to help someone else. Be their best self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a lot of local friends who listen and, um, you know, friends of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and so to share your information with them, because I think that this is not something, again, just like all the other things mm-hmm. we talk about, not something people talk about. Mm-mm. And they silently suffer or they think about it or they ruminate over it. And I think knowing that there's another option can really be helpful. Yeah. So we will definitely link you up all the things, all the places, all your business information in the show notes, that but would be great. I'm very happy to help as many. That's my, if I can help as many people as possible. Yeah. What happens if we can share confidence? I I love that. What happens if we can share confidence it's like one of those pass it on things yes so yes it's like you get it you get it and, and then you pass give it on it. that's right mm-hmm. exactly yeah if we can share confidence i love it 
Well, it is a beautiful thing that you're doing. Thank you. I'm so glad to have met you. I'm so glad. I'm really, really happy that you came here yes. in person. In person, I know. This is um, like crazy. Because good. just as much as her voice is radiating that love and yeah. peace, and I'm sure you're feeling over the radio, um, she's like that in person, too. Yes, so she I is. can imagine that <laughs> when she does, you know, help you out with whatever the issue is or whatever it is you want to get taken care of, that I can understand now why there's a whole other element to that your person mm-hmm. you just really shine so mm-hmm. sweet so thank you thank you so yeah. much thank you very much coming we'll on talking out. soon yes we'll get some questions and see if we can help anybody out and yeah and i'm having this whole vision of coming and getting my nipples done and bringing the mics with us and Ooh. doing a little whatever <laughs> a little it show. is however i can be the most helpful yeah. Is fantastic. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whenever you are ready. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, I'm available. If you want to try out some colors and see some things, let me know. We'll do this at your pace. I think, I think I want to at least check it out. Yeah. And try some colors and Anytime. stuff. Anytime. Yeah. You can, um, book an appointment through the website. Give us right? the website. It's, it's effortlessbeautypgh.com. There's a big old button at the top of the home screen. And you can just schedule a permanent makeup consultation. Okay. So we can just talk about it and look at things and answer questions. And it's one-on-one. And you can come and meet the mascot. We have a puppy I over there. I saw <laughs> on your Insta. I was like, you right right? Yeah. He's definitely our therapy puppy. Aww. Check her out also on Instagram, effortlessbeauty underscore PGHPA. Um, even if you're not from the area, go take a look. Holy cow. The work that she does is beautiful. It's inspiring. Her Instagram is so much more than just her work. She's got motivational quotes and pictures of dogs. So, I mean, you can't, can't get wrong with that. And also some advice and tips and just all kinds of beautiful things to look at. So check her out there. If you're local, go to the website, book an appointment, and maybe I'll see you there. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you for everything. Thank you, Lisa. Bye. Bye. Peace. This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualifiedtherapistsinc. Follow us on Instagram where you'll find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Until next week, warriors, hold on. We're going to make it. Say it now, say it proud, shout it out, sing it with me, girl. Here we go, here we go.